Lesbian Central Texas. Drive safely as you make your way home. Tom and Ward and Aaron, we're glad you're with us. we got uh, high school football across our family of radio stations. We'll have Temple and the Fighting Magnolias. They're coming up uh, tonight over on Fox Sports Central Texas at 7 o'clock pregame. Uh, right here on ESPN Central Texas, it'll be Hutto and Waco as uh, Johnny Tusa will be inducted into the uh, Waco ISD Hall of Fame. It's the Derek Johnson Classic, so that'll be a lot of fun, and we'll have that one for you at uh, 630. And then also uh, University will be uh, in Granbury to take on the Pirates, and that will be a 630 broadcast on our sister station, Star 104.9. Then after the game, it's the uh, scoreboard show right here on ESPN Central Texas. We're joined now by Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine in Bally Sports Southwest. Greg, we, we were talking earlier, if we weren't working a game tonight, where would we be? So I'll ask you the same question. If you didn't mm. have to work uh, the, the scoreboard show tonight, and I know you love it, but if you, if you could just pick a game in the Metroplex, where would you be? Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a common question we, we get. You know, I, I kick that around every week with, with uh, my, my colleague Craig Way. Obviously, we're, we're tied up, but, but we want to be – we would obviously, you know, like being a high school football games. Uh, you got your, your pick of the litter, you know, especially, you know, if you're looking statewide, there's big games, Austin-Westlake hosting Euless Trinity. It's a massive game. I believe we have five top ten matchups in Class 6A alone, uh, which is uh, pretty, pretty ridiculous this week or so then but the one i would look at i think you look at denton ryan and denton guyer this is a really intriguing rivalry matchup it's important to remember these two teams have not always played one another uh and there's a little bit of i mean i hate to you know invoke some uh some some names here but uh there's a little bit of longhorns and aggies in this in the sense of like no you're ducking us no you're ducking us <laughs> well now now they're back together and and they're playing and, and, and they're both really really good denton ryan of course are defending 5a division one state champions uh, they come back pretty pretty loaded for Bear and this Denton this Denton Geyer team in a second year uh, under their coaching staff there with Rodney Webb. I think they've got one of the most talented 2023 quarterbacks in the state and Jackson Arnold. Uh, they're going to put on a show tonight. I would say that that's probably the place to be. It would be CH Collins Stadium up there in Denton uh, would be one of the place, best places to be. But I'll tell you, it is a terrific week of games all across the state. I mean, we have a rematch of a state championship game tonight that I feel like people don't necessarily realize. Sterling City in May in the 1A Division One rankings. Yeah, yes, it's a six-man It's a six man game, but you're talking about two teams that played for a state championship just last year, just back in December, and now they're meeting up in week two. It's, it's a massive week of games across the state. Did you have any games last week where you went, oh, whoa, didn't see that coming? Was there a huge surprise in week number one, Greg? You know, honestly, I'm going to say no. I feel like it was a relatively chalky week one. You know, there were certainly some some eye-popping results in the sense of, uh, you know, what, what uh, to go back to what Denton Ryan was in. Denton Ryan did to Longview last week. was awfully impressive to go out there and establish that. I think Carthage's comeback win over Crosby was really gutty, but I wouldn't necessarily calculate and categorize it as necessarily an, up, an upset. When you're talking about the very top-tier games, you know, top-tier of, of – of, uh, you know, those types of things. I, I don't know if there was necessarily any real big shakeups. And I think, honestly, that is a bit of a testament to the value of a true offseason, the value of true offseason workouts. It, it, yes, week one is always a little bit sloppy. There's always penalties and stuff like that. But I think that there was a noticeably crisper, ver, uh, you know, style of play in week one than in 2021 than there was in week one 2020. And that may be tampered down the chaos just a little bit now look uh, if if there's been a second without chaos in texas high school football just give it another minute and it'll arrive it's on its way uh so i would anticipate that tonight we'll have some wild results but but from week one i would say you look across the state and it was 
it was relatively chalky, uh, you know, as, as far as the big picture is concerned. Let's let's talk a little bit about the the C word, COVID, for just a second. Uh, it, it in this area, Conley had to uh, had to cancel their game with La Vega, and that was a shame. You know, that's a, that's a nice little rivalry about four miles apart. La Vega scrambles and finds Bishop Dunn. Are you seeing some of that across the entire state, uh, Greg? Yeah, you know, it's, we're keeping close eye on it this this year at, at TexasFootball.com. We're tracking all of the UIL 11 main classification uh, cancellations out there. And and this week, I believe what the the number that we ended up on uh, was 43. I believe 43 games uh, were canceled uh, in in Texas high school football, the UIL 11 man ranks. And you might be thinking that that's a lot, but I would actually counter and say that, no, it's not. There's 530 scheduled UIL 11-man games this week. So you're talking a little less, uh, a little more than 8% of the total games were canceled. And and 8% is not zero. That's obviously what we'd like to be. And it is, to be clear, it is higher than last week. That's a higher last week. We were in about the 5% range of games canceled. Uh, This week we're in about the 8% range. Uh, But I will say that the other thing to keep in mind is that teams are going out there and they're rescheduling games. Uh, You know, I believe we had a fair number of games that have been put together. Uh, We've got a full list on TexasFootball.com as far as games that have been put together. And some of them are fantastic games. You know, Highland Park is going to play Flower Mound. La Vega, I think, against Bishop Dunn is a really interesting matchup. Uh, You know, you're going to have one of the best games of the state, I think, tonight is Wascom and Timpson at the 2A and 3A level, two teams that are really going to get after it. That game was thrown together kind of at the last minute. So from a net perspective, you know, we're only – we're going to be down about, I would say – 30 games or so, maybe 20, a little less than 30 games uh, on a net perspective. And that's pretty good, especially considering last year, the number to keep in mind, I think the benchmark is 12%. Last year, we had 12% fewer games played in 2020 than we did in 2019. So the fact that we're still under that threshold means that things are a little bit better than they were last year. Certainly, everybody needs to do their part to make sure we're, we're getting to play Texas high school football. Uh, but that is uh, certainly something that we're keeping in mind. Greg, a game that was a whale of a game last year, rematch this year in Grandview there in Johnson County, Salado Eagles traveling to Grandview to take on the Zebras. Yeah, a, a terrific game, and, and I'm glad you brought it up because I think that this is a, a game that maybe in a lot of other weeks might be getting a lot of headlines, but because this week is so loaded, it, it's it's been relegated to kind of flying under the radar. Look, Salado could not have looked better in their opener against Troy. I mean, 62 to nothing, it's hard to ask. For anything more now i think that troy is is down this year to be clear and this is a much better test for them going up against a team with you know state championship pedigree in, in grandview who went on the went out last week and came up with a big win on the road at malakoff uh, another team that we think pretty highly of and came up with a, a, a really gutty win you know 24 to 21 uh this is a really big test i think for salado and especially you know, look, Salado was in many respects able to do whatever they wanted offensively last week. Um, this is going to be a much, much, much stiffer test for that offense going up against the Grandview defense that traditionally is very good, and the early reports are that they are very good this year. So I would take a look at this Salado team uh, and see can they get you know the, uh, can they get Hutton Hare going? You know, a guy that, that they don't ask to throw uh, a ton out of the slot team, but I think that he's got to be effective. Uh, and then guys like Caden Strickland, the offensive newcomer of the year from last year. Uh, it's a really good measuring stick here for Salado. If they come away with a win uh, in this one going up to Grandview, then I think that's really going to turn some heads around the state. Shane Anderson's Midway Panthers, uh, he's trying to get that uh, that thing going. But a fun one, I think, tonight when, when they welcome in Odessa Permian. 
Yeah, you know, look, it's 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 a great tradition game, you know, in that respect. Uh, and furthermore, this is a, an opportunity for for Midway to get back on the good foot. I think they they are desperate to get back on the field to to basically wash the taste out of their mouth from last week. I mean, I think if you talk with Shane Anderson, he'll tell you that that just flat out stunk. They just didn't play well and give a lot of credit to Round Rock who came out, uh, you know, guns a-blazing and looked really, really good. Here's an opportunity uh, to welcome a team in with a lot of pedigree with a big name uh, in Odessa Permian, uh, you know, and and, and maybe get back on the good foot. Maybe especially getting that defense going, that's going to be critical for them. Now they're taking on a Permian team that, you know, last week got a win over El Paso Pebble Hills, uh, you know, and, and they're making a long road trip. It's important to remember that that home field advantage, I think, is going to be critical uh, for uh, for the midway if they want to be able to spring the upset. But one thing that I would keep an eye on if, you, if you're trying to scout out this Permian team, keep an eye on most specifically uh, their their big offensive line. They've got a big offensive line led by Harris Sewell. They're going to they're kind of kind of grind it out around there. They are not a deep play Team. I think they're still trying to figure out exactly what they are offensively. Um, and, and once they do, they could be dangerous. I think that for Midway to catch them early is probably good because I think this is a Permian team still trying to identify themselves what their, what their uh, offensive identity is. The other thing for, for Midway is you got to get that offense kind of stuck out of, the, out of the mud. Get that offense going. Uh, I think that the higher scoring this game is, the better it benefits Midway. Uh, see if you can uh, force this Permian team into a few mistakes. But, uh, yeah, a fun game of, of kind of a cross-regional matchup here in Week 2. You mentioned uh, some teams finding games, and uh, one of the teams out of that university district, the Cleveland Yellow Jackets, had one of their games, had their game this week canceled early against Southwest, but they pick up Carter High School in Dallas. What kind of a matchup do you think this will be for the Yellow Jackets? Uh, a physical one. Uh, I think that this is going to be a really physical game specifically because this is a Carter team uh, that is anxious to get on the field. You know, they had a, they had the, the strange week one by uh, the open date in week one, uh, and they were supposed to play, uh, you know, they're, they're supposed to have a game this week uh, against a rivalry game against Dallas Kimball, uh, the, the, the Oak Cliff Super Bowl, they call it, and that was unable to happen this week. And so they, instead they, they schedule Cleburne. And so for, for Carter, uh, this is going to be a team that you're going to that always wants to go out there and knock you in the mouth. This is a team uh, that that they play with a little bit of swagger and they play with the, they they play with that tradition. They're right with them, kind of playing on the field alongside them. Second year coach Spencer Gilbert, I think, is really building that edge again, and they have some game breakers in this one. Jacorian uh, Hooker Duran is the defensive end to know here. He is a menace off the edge. He could be seeing some time at running back as well, even on wide receiver Brandon Jones as well. For Cleveland, lean on the fact that you've got a little bit of experience. But lean on the fact that, that yeah, this is not your first game of the, of the year. You, you were able to go out there and get a, a good win in week one and uh, jump on this team early. Jump on Carter early. I think that's going to be uh, the best bet for them. I think this is a fantastic game. I, I lean a little bit towards uh, Cleveland to, to come away with the win, a bigger school, as well as getting them at home. And Coach Casey Waller even just having that uh, one game under their belt, I think, is beneficial to them. So I, I think the Yellow Jackets could move on to 2-0. Greg, we, we can't let you get out of here without talking about a game that was for years a district rival, and that is Lorena and China Spring. Yeah, you know, this is a, a fantastic matchup, I think, of a team in Lorena uh, that wants to get back on the good foot, you know, after last week's kind of uh, disappointing loss, I guess, in, to, to Franklin. But, but they looked really, really solid for long spurts of that game. Uh, going up against the China Spring team that, hey, no notes. You know, what you did last week uh, against against Trinity Christian Addison, 
I think is pretty darn good. But this is a Lorena team that I think is going to come in hungry. And most importantly, I think this is a Lorena team that is one going to get that offense going. We know that their offense is explosive. We know they've got some playmakers out there that can really stretch the defense and make you pay. And so if you're Ray Biles' company, I'm going to try to find the ball, find a way to get the ball to Jadon Porter, get the ball to, to Reed Michener, your, your running back. I mean, there's going to be a lot of playmakers out there. Get this score up. Kind of get this offense into gear. Because last week, you know, Franklin was able to get some stops on them, kind of uh, frustrate them. I think if you're Lorena, you want to get this offense kind of step on the gas, uh, let it kind of open up the throttle a little bit and see what you can do. For China Spring, go out there and, and do what you did last week, which was go out there against an explosive defense and make sure that you're or with an explosive defense and, and hold them down. That's going to be really interesting. I think the real money matchup there is this China Spring defense, which did look so good last week, going up against this Lorena offense that we do feel like is ready to combust. Greg, what are you guys featuring on uh, on Valley Sports Southwest tonight? Well, we've got six hours of live high school football coverage uh, there at Valley Sports Southwest, kicking off with the uh, Emmy Award losing football Friday, starting at seven o'clock with myself and Aaron Hardigan, um, and then uh, and then coming up at eleven, it's uh, high school scoreboard live with the Hall of Famer Craig Way and Rick Renner and myself. So uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, it's full on Valley Sports Southwest and uh, hang out with us. Hey, Greg, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much, and uh, have fun tonight. All right, take care, guys. Talk to you soon. That's Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine.